0: Recording from Ottawa, Canada, this is Local Music Talk. As always, I'm your host, Michael. You can find me on Instagram at localmusictalk1. And thank you for tuning into this brand new episode. I've got a really awesome guest. It's uh, Matt Gamma. Here they
1: are.
2: I'm Emma. I play uh, piano and sing.
1: I'm Sam. I play guitar and I sing. My name
3: is Matt and uh, I play the drums. I play guitar. I sing a little bit i uh, been known to dabble with the accordion and, um, <laughs> oh no, actually, that's not even what I was trying to say. What's uh, the, the mouth one? Bass. Oh, harmonica. Yeah, bass
2: as well. Harmonica,
3: harmonica. not accordion, harmonica, not but yeah, everything. bass as well. Um,
1: Matt is our resident multi-instrumentalist, just, you know, jack of all trades. So. Yeah. And <laughs> we're, uh, we are. we're uh, all together Mad Gamma.
2: And we are Mad Gamma Music on Instagram. And you can find us on Facebook, Mad Gamma. And we have a website, uh, madgamamusic.com.
3: Yeah, and look us awesome. up on Spotify, too. We have uh, yeah. our music up there.
2: I think that's it. Apple Music. Okay, sweet. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah that's, that's probably one of my favorite intros so far. So that's good. <laughs> okay, <cool>. Sweet. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I guess uh, I usually start off with a really uh, difficult question, Uh, I guess, whoever is most comfortable or a collective of the three of you, um, how did this uh, project start and uh, what inspired you to
2: name it Mad Gamma?
1: Oh, that goes way back. Um,
2: Sam, you want to go for it?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, Emma and I have known each other since the seventh grade. We were acquaintances through most of high school. We played music together in uh, the music program for the first couple of years of high school. Um, we stayed friends through university and we kept sort of playing music together. Um, we had very, very different ways, approaches to music. Emma was very sort of theory focused at first, and I had absolutely no theory. Um, but uh, we kept jamming and eventually we built this musical chemistry coming from two very different places um and that was the basis for i guess this musical project but i mean we did play in other bands before we played in a band called sounds of stories which was a folk music band we kind of learned a little bit about the industry and about recording that way um and then yeah we started this project uh, when uh, sounds of stories broke up we pilfered matt from sounds of stories so uh he, he he's uh he's a convert from uh that band as well and uh yeah and i guess the name mad gamma emma you can talk about that if you like
2: okay so sam and i used to have lists in our phone of like you know band names just sort of like vaguely when we were part of sounds of stories like every once in a while we would just say something and we'd be like oh like uh, band name you know like that'd be a good band name um and a lot of them when were sarcastic it turns out that we a were, lot of them were terrible yeah, a lot of them were really really uh not things that you would actually want as a bad band name but were funny uh, to think about um but when it finally turns out that we were actually going to make a band um mad gamma was sort of a play on the song Shine on You Crazy Diamond by Pink Floyd. Um and we kind of like somehow from Crazy Diamond got Mad Gamma. Um Yeah, it and... was gems
1: and then Gamma. <laughs> yeah, because gamma's like waves. So there's there's a lot of theory, a lot of math behind uh behind <laughs> the band name. It's very technical.
2: Yeah, so that's that's how we got our name.
0: Okay not to sound like too nerdy but when i heard mad gamma i definitely thought there was going to be a connection to the incredible hulk somehow <laughs> so <right. laughs> definitely the hulk gamma radiation yeah
2: so i love that comparison i'm very into no. it
0: yeah especially since you
1: guys are kind of like a chill folky music you know it works <laughs> <laughs> yeah we can tap into the rage sometimes though i i i yeah. You know, oh yeah, recordings maybe.
3: It's always <laughs> bubbling underneath the surface.
1: Uh, so, uh, what's been up uh, during the
0: pandemic here? I know, like a lot of bands, a lot of artists have had a bit of a rough time. Other artists have thrived. You guys just put out uh, a new single called "The Traveler." So, uh, what? How has this whole experience been for the three of you?
2: that has um, been great, Matt. You want to go for it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's definitely I feel like Matt suffered the most.
3: Yeah, like it's been, yeah, it's been what, it, you know, it's been what it's been. Like we were trying our best and just trying to make the most of it. Um, and thankfully, you know, things worked out that we were able to get into the studio, like while COVID kind of stuff was happening, but when some restrictions were a bit looser and we had the flexibility. Um, so yeah, just th- I thank God for that, that we had the time and we were able to do that. Um, but yeah, aside from that, we're just, you know, rolling with the punches and trying to just plan and be prepared for You know when can we meet next and how are we going to navigate who is or isn't vaccinated and and family members and um but yeah we've been uh you know maintaining the regular schedule of you know meeting twice a week but instead of band practices or writing it's just you know talking and you know talking business or talking shit and just you know shooting the shit and you know um yeah so it's been uh yeah it's been good but could be better and it will be better hopefully soon i'll get back on the drum kit i'll uh not be insane anymore and yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely.
2: the drums in how many how long has it been since you played the drums, Matt?
3: Yeah, it's got to be since like October. Um like with recording, yeah, that was probably the last time. So like that might have even been November. I can't remember. I think it was October. Yeah, so too it's long, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, as a drummer myself, it's been pretty difficult,
0: especially living in an attached house and not really having a band to jam with. So uh, it's no. a
2: tough situation. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah.
1: As, as a bedroom guitarist, it's it's been a bit of a blessing in disguise. So, you know, um, yeah, we kept it productive over the course of the pandemic. So um, we were lucky, yeah, as Matt said, to have the, the timeline kind of line up so that we could record and then market uh and send our stuff out there afterwards um because now we're getting ready for our next project when we're going to be able to practice again and uh yeah now we're looking towards the future
0: was a traveler like written and recorded all like through the pandemic or was some of it done beforehand
1: uh the writing of the song was done beforehand it was it was a breakup song so it was done i think about a year before the pandemic started when uh back before we knew this would happen uh, but, uh, yeah, it, it's very sort of purely a breakup song, but, uh, I think the tone of it matches kind of with what a lot of people are going through, because it's also a song more broadly about transition and acceptance. Uh, so it does apply, but yeah, it was recorded completely in the midst of the pandemic. And I think since then we've thought about it in a way that, uh, is relevant to the pandemic. Okay, and looking here,
0: uh, it says recording and production by Steve Foley at uh, Auto, Audio Valley Studios. Uh, did you actually go into Audio Valley, or did, did you have to record all your parts separately at home?
2: No, we went in.
3: Yeah, thank great. God. Yeah, wow. we were actually we had there. A wonderful and, experience. Yeah, <laughs> we had to wear, uh, you know, masks like when I don't know when we were in common areas and that sort of thing. But yeah, we were able to go all together, it was amazing. And yeah, uh, well, Sensei Steve, as I like to call him, yeah, he was he was just phenomenal. It was uh yeah, it was a great time.
0: Okay, sweet. And the, looking at uh, your album artwork for it, uh, done by Sam Fisher, <laughs> uh, what That's was uh, what was the inspiration behind do it this uh, artwork and uh, like yeah, how did you make it?
1: <laughs> um yeah, I, so I do you know one piece for every single. Um, there's five singles to this EP. Uh, so this was sort of the third work of art to go with the third single and they're all a bit different. Um, I kind of just talk with the band about a month out before uh, the recording drops, sort of, what do we want to do, uh, for the art for this? What are some ideas you guys thought of? We have image boards and stuff and, uh, I consult with them if it's a song that say one person wrote our last uh, our second single whirlpool was written by emma i sort of consulted with her sort of what do you think about this idea what do you think about that it always ends up being something fairly small done in pencil or ink Um, and uh, this most recent one the one for traveler which is sort of this face and profile was done on sort of a square two inches by two inches and i think I just liked the idea so i shared it and the band liked it as well so there's no uh there's no regular process to it it's just basically what do we think would look cool and then we added it a little bit uh, on the computer
0: okay can uh, the other two members of the band confirm that they did like it just so i have that on the record <laughs> <I hope so. laughs>
3: I can neither confirm nor deny, no I'm kidding, (laughs) no it's great. I
2: feel like what what we do with Sam is that we're like okay Sam this is sort of like the idea we have and then he just like comes up with whatever he wants to do and we love it because it's amazing.
3: Yeah yeah it's really easy we're just like yeah even if we give no input yeah whatever it is it's just easy to have that trust of like he's He's gonna come up with something good and yeah
1: yeah
3: oh well thank you (laughs) yeah. (laughs) So
0: is uh, Sam the one that does most of uh, the writing for songs as well? I'd say it's
1: about, um, right uh, now it's mostly Emma and I, Matt sort of uh, coming into our songwriting chemistry that Emma and I have been working on for years and years. Um, but- I'd uh,
2: say it's like a, you probably, I'd say it's still like maybe a 60, 40 split in terms of the songwriting. Yeah. Where yeah, you're 60 40. and I'm 40. I got yeah, like a 4% yeah.
3: in there, 3 or 4%, yeah. I think.
2: Yeah.
3: I come <laughs> up with like a line. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sometimes, well, like, yeah, true. I do things even yeah. with the structures of the songs. But yeah, yeah, it's definitely mainly Emma and Sam. They can, yeah, they come up with, um, yeah, the new stuff. But they've also just, again, have a, a whole little catalog of stuff they've been working on for years. So,
2: yeah. Okay. I mean, the next song thing, Matt definitely contributed.
1: Quite a bit too. So, yeah. Yeah. Part of it is that a lot of the songs we have are based off of our old catalog. So, the, the songwriting doesn't reflect necessarily who's in the band yet. But, uh, this, the next song that we're releasing, it's called Mercury Lights. Um, it's going to be more of a sort of a three person uh, contribution. And I think you can sense that in sort of the sound of the thing. We don't want to promote that too much, though. We want to focus on what's out right now. But, <laughs> uh,
3: well, stay tuned, people.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah so uh, yay for
3: matt for being able to contribute a little bit more it's
0: good And
3: five percent next year yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh can you guys uh speak into a little bit what your writing style is like how you guys go about like doing the actual writing of the music and the lyrics and whatnot
1: uh yeah i mean it's it's different from all of us so i'm sure emma will have her own answer um but uh for me, for example, I, I think of things, I think music first. I kind of don't really care about the lyrics until a later part in the process. Um, mm. And uh, so a lot of it, I'm trying to kind of find the emotion of the music through sort of riffs that would go together or progressions that would go together. And then I kind of just think of a feeling it's oftentimes, and I don't know if the, the band members appreciate this a lot but I come to uh, a practice and I kind of just show her and it's like, how does this make you feel? Just give me some adjectives. Um, And that's kind of my process. But I mean, we, as we have different processes, we come together and we talk about it. I mean, Emma has a completely different process. uh,
2: Yeah. Like I'm sort of the opposite of Sam. I tend to start with lyrics and melody. Um, And then, but I think that's also like, that's just playing to our strengths, right? Like your Mm -hmm. strength is Mm -hmm. the guitar riffs and, um, more of, like, the complexity of the music and that sort of stuff, whereas, like, and I mean, you write lyrics as well, and you do that very well. Um, but I think I, I tend to just sort of focus that because I'm, that's where my stronger parts are. So, um, and then, yes, Matt is our, our rhythm guy. He's got the groove. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's got the groove. yeah, I've got
3: the easy part. Like, I really do where a lot of the work has already been done by the time, you know, um Well, actually, no. Like we we have changed that a bit more, like as the as we've been going along. Because when I first joined the band, of course, again they had a whole bunch of stuff that they were just going to show me, and yeah. then I gave feedback. And I'm a bit more involved now, but um still, even there, it was just, uh yeah, I still have the easy part where I'm just like, yeah, I kind of like this, or how about this? <laughs> and then they're just like, all right. And you know, sometimes it works, and you know, we just go with that. But yeah, uh, yeah.
2: yeah which we couldn't do that. Like, <laughs> we, we, need, we need that. You know? yeah, we, we need, need someone with that ability. Yes.
0: Do you have like, some free reign over uh, how the drums go in all those songs, or do you have to
3: get a little bit of guidance for it? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> no, so, I, yeah, that was something I was going to actually mention in your earlier question about like writing in the studio or whatever. Um, but yeah, basically, I had way too much free reign Uh, with the drums for yeah basically yeah just a long time Uh, and then when it came to getting feedback from uh, Steve at the studio like yeah the feedback before we even got in was just like all right we gotta you know dial this down and just make it match the other stuff in terms of what would best like serve the songs and what they're working towards Um, so yeah a lot of the drums were written kind of in the studio and just like yeah dialing things back and yeah taking a lot yeah just slowing the pace down a lot because uh, i had yeah too much free reign um
1: yeah i it mean to good. be fair to be fair you wrote those new parts too but it's this interesting thing i think we all learned going into the studio is it's a bit of a reality check because we did prepare a lot for the studio we consulted with producers people who had been sort of working in studios before um but it very much is a thing about you learn what works and doesn't because there's someone who's completely separate from the process who now has become very close to it. So you, you know, that, that advice is very valuable. And we all changed a few things up in the songs that we didn't consider changing up until that point. So um, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: yeah, it's uh, it, it was an interesting process.
0: Okay. So when you went into the studio and had to like, tweak certain things, Is that was that more of like a, I guess, for lack of a better term, like a reality check of like, this is what the songs will sound like going forward? Or do you think like what uh, you, the way you played it beforehand is going to be more of like the live version, whereas the studio version is kind of separate?
1: Well, I think we wanted, we, we went in with the goal of making sure the studio version could be represented fairly well live. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't too much of a reality check because we did prepare um a lot we uh were planning on going into the studio in the spring and ended up doing it in the fall so we already had it delayed by about 6 months um and as a result we were kind of forced to keep working on our stuff so there were definitely some things that needed to be changed and some things that needed to be sort of deeply reworked but i don't think any of the songs uh came out different and i f- were there pretty was happy no, about yeah, that. Like it
2: yeah like it was mostly like little things and I think that everything that we changed in the studio to answer your question we will keep going forward you know Mm -hmm.
3: Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, like I'm sure there'll be some extra sauce I'll throw in you know during live shows when we get to them it's not a matter of if not exactly the
2: same but just like the kind of you know like there were a couple little piano riffs here and there like instead of playing a a minor third. I was playing like the minor second or something. You know, like it was just like there was a little bit, just little changes here and there.
1: Yeah, small things where, it, when we were talking with the producer, it was really interesting. We thought we would be going in, getting advice for how to make the recording better. He was just like, oh, there's this part in the song has a bit of bit too much tension, or there's this note that's a bit off, and you know those things absolutely will keep going forward because he just corrected. Yeah. These little yeah. small problems uh, in songs that we yeah. didn't even notice.
2: That so we didn't, we didn't even know we had them, and then it was like, "Oh my yeah. god, that is better!"
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really cool what uh, that outside perspective can uh, give to you. Um, is Steve Foley somebody that you're gonna keep uh, working with going forward?
2: We would love to. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I, feel, I, I mean, know right. about you guys, yeah. that was—we had a great experience working with him. It was wonderful. If
3: you yeah. will have us, of course. Yeah, Sensei Steve <laughs> is definitely yeah. still he's in my book.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'll say this as well. I think if you're a, an, a musician, you want to kind of shop around just for the sake of mm-hmm. collaborating with different producers who can do different things with your sound. But yeah, we had such a great experience with Steve because he knew exactly what we wanted from the word go. And he knew what our timeline was. And we just knocked things out um, very efficiently. And even when we had those small problems, like we brought up, we went through them very quickly because he demonstrated us that we could trust him with, you know, our music. Yeah. So we would go back to him. But of course, you know, we want to explore uh, the wide world. You
2: know. Yeah. But yeah we did have a very good experience yeah
3: (laughs) yeah that's the difference in temperament right there where i'm just like yeah i'm just a very simple guy so i'm just like i like it let's stick with that but i always want to explore (laughs) that which obviously yeah many good points because yeah who knows what the next experience could you know teach us about our ourselves and our music but yeah okay uh do you guys ever uh, bring in like outside a
0: musician for of future recording, or do you think it's going to stay mostly mostly within the band?
3: Emma, take that away with your
0: little uh, idea.
2: Okay, <laughs> so th- there has been like this is definitely something that we've talked about, and we are, I'd say, um open to the idea of um, collaborating with other musicians and you know, like actually, in fact, it's something that we would very much like to do because. Um, when things open up, like yeah, we we definitely have this idea of um, so I call it gamma jams, and this is still <laughs> a little brain idea of mine um, that has not been realized. But I really would love to you know invite other. We have tons of friends who are musicians, and you know just even local musicians that we've been following on Instagram who were like, okay, well they're doing really cool stuff. Um, who we'd love to just find ways to collaborate with and and jam with and yeah like i think moving forward that's definitely something we'd like to do more of once it's legal again (laughs)
0: yeah Yeah. hopefully it's legal again i'm starting to think this is just gonna go on forever
3: (laughs) Uh oh yeah Yeah, me too i'm worried
2: dreams all the time
3: (laughs) Yeah. yeah we would love that like even so even jamming just even like when we might have our practices, like jam with people instead. I think even for live shows, like if we're playing with other musicians, just like, all right, come on for this song, we'll just jam and figure it out. Um, yeah. yeah, we yeah we're very open to that, and yeah, maybe even recording yeah. one day. Who knows? Little yeah. guest vocals or whatever it might be. Yeah. Okay,
0: sweet. Have you guys uh, tried uh, doing the whole live streaming thing recently?
3: No, we, not we the, have not. not yet. No. 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 <laughs> yeah that it's... was something that came up recently though um yeah. in terms of all this stuff of like you know we are really hoping for uh the opportunity for shows during the summer but like is that going to be realistic after all like it's still up in the air um and um yeah so we're looking at that and thinking about it but yeah sam what were we you haven't
2: say? seen each other in like how long when was the last time we saw each other in person like months ago yeah like it's been a while so yeah. live streaming isn't really an option right now just because like we aren't we live in three different households yeah. um you know we have uh people that we interact with who are you know more at risk so it hasn't yeah it's been a little bit challenging for us to even just play music together mm-hmm. so yeah
0: has there like been like any opportunity at all for you to somehow do some kind of like a Zoom jam between the three of you,
1: or is it just been nothing? <laughs> we did do uh, a show last spring um, with John Allaire, I believe. Yes, um, yeah, yeah, John was, we was in there, April. Um, yeah, you no, know, it a couple wasn't in of...
2: April. It was in September, Sam. Well,
1: okay, never mind. Yeah, I think it was a little <laughs> later. It was
2: supposed to be in April, and then of okay. course it got rescheduled. And okay. we were part of the band bubble at that point because we were practicing for the studio. So we were able to record for one live show, which was that was good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, yeah, Emma and Matt work in uh, health care. So the restrictions are a little more sort of, uh, I, I guess, strict it, w- with regards to their work. Um, so, yeah, we didn't really have too many options uh, mm-hmm. over the course of the pandemic. But again our timetables did match up so that we were able to do some work uh but yeah unfortunately we weren't able to play music together which was a real uh, bummer okay yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah and i just thought of that too like you mentioned john Alero and i was like what if we can get into his basement because it looks like it's just in his basement where he does his live stream setups but yeah, i wonder if we can yeah, get there out there do our own thing <laughs> with them of course well, that'd I be mean- great but
2: we no. are rebubbling as if everything goes to plan we're rebubbling this month mm-hmm. yeah, because yeah. we will all be vaccinated so we'll yeah. see how that goes yeah, time will tell yeah yeah
0: <laughs> you're gonna have to give me some videos of that first practice back together i'm curious uh, <laughs> what that will sound like
1: <laughs> oh, yeah God. we'll just put each other's hands on each other's faces just like i remember you
3: <laughs> <laughs> right yeah
1: <laughs> And
3: then I'll touch my drums or my instrument if you're like I remember you. It's just, yeah,
1: try to get it all back.
0: I'll blow the dust yeah. off, and everyone starts choking. And
1: yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's
1: going to be a water. lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun that first, uh, that first, uh, I guess, uh, shaking off the rust. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: yeah,
1: it's going to be a lot of fun.
2: Mm-hmm. Something to
1: look forward <laughs> yeah. to. Yeah, and we do have <laughs> some sort of uh, shows uh, planned. Not completely, but, I mean, we're trying to put some stuff together for the end of the summer. Um, So, with the restrictions, it's definitely a challenge, but we'll definitely try to have a few shows before fall hits.
2: I mean, yeah, if we can, for sure.
1: Yeah, if legal, yes.
2: If legal.
3: And, you know, maybe illegal if the price is right to (laughs) make a nice profit. I don't know, for any uh, for any listeners out there, maybe John Allaire himself again, who might be hearing this. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. We'll follow the rules. We'll be good.
1: Matt Matt is very enterprising. We'll just say that. <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> the, I guess to bring uh, things back a little bit to a question I asked before in terms of uh, lyrics, I know you mentioned uh, Traveler's kind of like a heartbreak song. Um, what like Where do you find inspiration for a lot of your other lyrics for,
1: like, songs like Whirlpool and uh, Different Sides and whatnot? Yeah, um, well, Different Sides was another one that I think I, I mostly wrote that one, and that one was a very old song um, going way back. Those two songs um, were written very quickly. Uh, a lot of times, you know, uh, it takes me a very long time to write a song, but those ones, I think they were sort of a catharsis. Uh, sort of a way of getting the feeling sort of out there so yeah Different Size was written in the span of a week Traveler was written in about a week and I remember with both I kind of just showed them mostly as they were to the band um so that was my and process
2: yeah.
1: yeah sometimes oh, yeah. like you know I write all sorts of stuff and I show them all sorts of uh little snippets of ideas and sometimes they hit and uh that, I think those two were uh ones that were very honest. And I think that's kind of what makes them work. Um, but yeah, Emma's story with Whirlpool is is quite different. Um,
2: yeah, like Whirlpool, it's kind of the opposite of Sam where I started writing that song and then it went through many iterations. And I think it was really interesting because I showed it to the band and I wasn't necessarily expecting them to vibe with it. like. But then um, we have the last two minutes and 30 seconds of the song are like this very cathartic jam session that's like meant to be a musical representation of the lyrics, if that makes any sense. Um, And that was just like, I feel like once we started doing that, like it just, it really came together and, um, and became like just a really fun song for us to play. So, yeah.
0: Okay, so when you you are putting together like your structure and uh, the lyrics and whatnot, do you like have like a notebook that uh, you're using, or is this more just like a trial and error thing?
1: Oh yeah, for there's a chaotic many, notebook.
2: Many. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, it depends <laughs> at what point in the process it is too. Um, again, like I don't, I don't keep notebooks for any of the random ideas I come up with. Um, But definitely by the time that we're bringing stuff to the band and there's three of us, we definitely have to keep stuff uh, on track and keep our, uh, you know, put pins and things and all that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, For example, like, you know, we know that if we're going back to practice a certain song, there's this one section with harmonies that we need to sort out before anything else. Um, And so we do keep very diligent notes about structure. Does this structure work? um but as far Tempo as like and all that yeah yeah as far as like yeah, the meat, yeah as far as like the meat of the verses and the choruses are concerned we mostly figure that out either individually or through like jams and then we sort of mix and match the timing and yeah that's kind of how we do it it's more fluid than that but that's a general sort of way
3: yeah like i remember with uh mercury lights actually you had brought in like a couple of riffs but i think you had like the opposite intention like one was meant to be the chorus and one was meant to be like a verse. Uh, but then it just yeah. completely shifted just based on how we felt it. And yeah, just what we were feeling and thinking. Um, and yeah, then of course, at that point, you know, I'm sure somebody took notes or we just remembered. Um, always Emma. But, Emma's always the one taking notes. Let's not get yeah. ourselves. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yes. I think I've She's seen the her a few times actually, yeah.
3: I think I've seen her a few times actually refer back to the notes, but most times it's just like, put it in there and then don't even, no, I'm kidding. Because I remember
2: so. things when I write them down. Like I don't necessarily have to look back at them, but like, I oh just yeah, like, it's like taking out right, like things notes down.
0: Little... That makes right? sense. It helps me remember things. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Okay, that's, that's good that you write that down. I mean. Personally, when I've been in bands, I just kind of wing it until I eventually (laughs) get it right. So it's it's good that uh, we have somebody that, you know. Oh, some of that
1: goes on too, believe me. (laughs) Yeah,
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's, I definitely feel like I have a pretty big part in, um, you know, they have to, like Sam and Matt sort of have to like pull me out of my shell a little bit. Um, But I was a classically trained singer and structure is my friend. (laughs)
1: yeah Yeah, and it comes back to that whole thing of how we come from different backgrounds all of us Um, you know you do need that kind of flying by the seat of your pants stuff in Mm -hmm. practices for sure you need that dynamism you need to be able to just go into something just to be spontaneous to discover stuff but yeah I've been in bands before and without the structure without saying okay we did this last week let's do this. Like there's very little progress that happens. It's (laughs) mostly just people practicing on their own and then just coming together making something that sounds cool. But it does help so much to just have, you know, to have someone keeping track and someone teaching you how to keep track. We've slowly sort of all come into uh, learning the habits of doing that. Um, And it's made our practices so much more productive. It's been great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And even one
3: thing I remember from the studio time was, um, even as structured and practiced and like how much we, yeah, again, just prepared for the studio, there were still things where, um, yeah, Steve would point out like, all right, these notes are both like, you know, maybe technically right. They're both in the same key, but they're kind of conflicting. Um, and yeah, Yeah. getting down to even details like that around individual notes and just how it works in the overall song, which, um, yeah, we might lose track of if we're yeah, just assuming too much about the song and not paying attention to the, the small details and, um, like that would even come up with me playing bass. Like if I was playing something, uh, and then when we'd actually hear it in the recording, it'd be like okay, that you know is too mm-hmm. too messy and too like conflicting, and so we gotta simplify it or do something else. And uh, but we might not sort of hear or feel that necessarily, you know, in a practice. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, sweet. Um, if you guys can think
0: back to a time before this pandemic, uh, did you have any like favorite uh, audio
1: venues that you used to be able to perform at?
2: Oh so many we we have we
1: we can definitely mention a few um Mm -hmm. we used to do these outdoor shows at the Bytown museum yeah down by the uh locks uh and those were awesome we would Mm -hmm. do them so much fun Uh, i think i'm trying to remember the dates but i remember we did one in 2018 and 2017 we did twice in 2018 i believe
2: i don't think we did we didn't perform in 2017 at all we definitely did 2018 maybe 2019
1: Okay, maybe those were the dates. Mm-hmm. Never mind. Um
2: yeah.
1: yeah, that does make more sense. Apologies. Uh, but those shows were so memorable because the location was great, but you know, people would be walking by and just listening. So um, and we had great help from this uh audio uh visual company called Ottawa Special Events that helped set it up, and that was great. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. they made it sound beautiful. Uh, and it was basically just speakers on the ground. So it was very much, uh, sort of done up, uh, you know, on the pavement. Uh, and it was great. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of shows though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That was great. Shows
2: at at live on Elgin, um, the rainbow. That was really nice. That was our last show before the Mm -hmm. pandemic. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, like even we squished into um, to the, on the stage at Quinn's, if you follow us on Instagram, <laughs> you'll know the picture that we're talking about. But um, essentially, it's not a stage that's meant for more than two people. And um, the way we fit the three of us in was that I um, just like went under a shelf in the corner. And it was the most wonderful thing ever. I loved playing under the shelf; like it was so cozy. Um, So so yeah, that was just tucked away, like in a corner.
0: Actually, yeah, I have it right here. It looks like there's a keg and a mixer just above you. Yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah, that's the place. Oh yeah, (laughs) yeah, she loved it.
2: No, I loved it so much.
1: Yeah, that was that was a memorable one
3: yeah like yeah. if ever we yeah you know don't we have songs where she doesn't play piano we might just swaddle her and uh i don't know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll see we'll see what works
2: Swaddle me. put me in a corner somewhere i can have a microphone <laughs> it's fine
3: yeah you don't even have to be standing up that's right yeah yeah no, that was great yeah I didn't then
0: think we I also had, had the oh sorry i was just gonna
3: say i didn't think i'd ever see a stage
0: smaller than the one at avant-garde so
2: <laughs> oh yeah oh my god we played at avant-garde with our old band with sounds of stories and yeah that's definitely we, we squished on there how many we, we had like five people, people? well yeah like, our, like...
1: our old band sound of stories was six people at its six max people. so our wow. familiarity with you know creative <laughs> stage <laughs> arrangements right. you know now we feel spoiled as three people but yeah my god yeah. we used to squish ourselves on stage all the time
2: yeah. yeah got pretty cozy yeah mm-hmm.
3: and what was that one place called that we played uh with John Allaire's band um it was on Bank Street it's like that, that was Quinn's uh, no no not not Quinn's uh it was like when we we played like um I think we were supposed to have like the full drum kit but I was on the djembe Do you guys remember ah, whatever we'll we'll look it up later um but it's not Quinn's are it's you further, talking about the one on further, Elgin
2: Street Cause that, no, no. I, don't,
3: I don't think it's ah, whatever. I'll look it up later. It's gonna bug me, but
2: okay, I know we had one, and that gonna... was a good time. Oh, Irene's.
3: Irene's, that's the one. Yeah.
2: Irene's, yep. that was a fun show too. That now we're going way back.
1: That's funny. yeah, yeah. That was one I feel of our... like we remember so, the yeah. more recent shows. We when you played, ask us, sort of, what's like... our favorite show, we have like ten. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that's it's hard. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: They're all great memories. How do you think it's going to feel the first time the three of you have to sw- squish together on that stage again, uh, after the pandemic, and masks,
1: nothing. <laughs> well, it, it's going to be terrifying to see that many people in one place again, for yeah. sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but it's going to be great too, because it's always so, I mean, we've had so many good experiences at Ottawa pubs and, uh, venues, uh, by the end of the show you know we might have had nerves going in but yeah by the end of the show we've all we always feel great so i'm excited for that feeling for sure yeah and we're pretty touchy-feely as a band so
3: (laughs) even in terms of just physical contact we uh yeah we'll break it in as soon as we
0: can (laughs) oh
2: yeah (laughs) exactly (laughs) gotta get those band hugs
0: yeah that's a good way to put it breaking it in i like that (laughs) Yeah. Yeah sweet Uh, i think that's pretty much all the questions i had uh, written down was there anything else you guys wanted to put into the pod
2: um thank you for having us this was really nice this was our first time doing a podcast so this has been yeah yeah, really lovely
1: yeah Yeah. it was wonderful (laughs) love the questions